Welcome to Alter Ego Comics Presents. I'm Mark. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. And I'm Laura. And we are trying some social distancing podcasting here. We're, we're using Zoom to check in with you, check in with each other. And uh, yeah, so forgive any technical difficulties we may stumble over here, but uh, we're kind of back to back to square one. We thought we had it all figured out, <laughs> the audio, the podcasting, and then coronavirus happened, and now we're trying okay. to uh, make the best of it. So have let's have equipment on order. Yes, we do have new, better equipment, so we can do this remote thing a little bit easier next time. Cool. So. Cool, cool, cool. Well, in the short term, hopefully this will be good enough. Good enough. That is our motto. So uh, let's talk about this uh, coronavirus and its impact on the comic book industry. Uh, here at Alter Ego Comics, which is uh, the shop that we all work and hang out at here in Lima, Ohio, we are still allowed to be open. We've survived yet another, another round of uh, Governor DeWine's coronavirus musical chairs. We still as of today, we'll see how tomorrow goes. As of today, and today is uh, March nineteenth. Uh, <laughs> I hold my breath every day at like two or two thirty in the afternoon for the for the daily news conference, and I think tomorrow might be the day. Although Laura was in the shop today, and I said, Laura, I think today's the day. Or no, it was yesterday. Yesterday she was in the shop, and I the the, the preamble to <laughs> Dewine's preamble made me believe that he was going to uh, order all non-essential businesses closed yesterday, but that didn't happen. So we, we survived that round. I feel like, uh, I don't know, I, I, we're, we're being, uh, we're, we've got tryouts for a sports team, tryouts for the sports. We've made it through a number of rounds. It's just, it's a weird time overall, I think, with this and like overall the economy, like, oh, this is the fourth time they had to pull the, circuit breakers what they're calling on the stock markets because it drops so much it's like oh that's that's not scary or anything no definitely uh scary and and uh different times times that most of us have never i would say all of us have never lived through before many of us have lived through 9-11 and and the great recession of 2008 uh but even you know our grandparents uh maybe world war ii is probably the next closest thing to what we're dealing here dealing with here <clears throat> as far as the way it's impacting uh, the U.S. economy and the U.S. Uh, in general. So, yes, we are still open. We uh, are open to walk-in customers. We are sanitizing. We are practicing social distancing. We're offering curbside pickup. We're offering to ship things, uh, trying to do whatever we can to keep the lights on. And I know that uh, there are shops all over the country that – are, are not faring as well. So I definitely feel for them, uh, especially out in California and uh, Pennsylvania, different places. I want to say Oklahoma got the, the nod today to shut everything down. So what has this done to for us here at Alter Ego? Well, we've canceled all upcoming events at the shop. We were supposed to have an event on Saturday. Uh, actually, we were supposed to have an event Friday night a music event, and we were going to have a gaming event on Saturday. Uh, we had Tabletop Day and Geek Trivia, and then the, the mother of them all, Free Comic Book Day. We got the official word today that Free Comic Book Day has been postponed. Uh, it was supposed to be Saturday, May 2nd, and if everybody follows the CDC guidelines for uh, 
eight weeks as of this week. That's going to push us past May 2nd. So um, sometime in the summer, supposedly, is when Free Comic Book Day could get rescheduled. I've also heard the possibility of maybe replacing Halloween Comic Fest this year with Free Comic Book Day, which is not a horrible idea. Um, although we traditionally have a decent turnout for both events, Free Comic Book Day is definitely the bigger. Well, just it, the weather would definitely be better to have it during the summer than October. I mean, how many times have we been scared of Comic Fest? Like, oh, it may snow. We don't know what's going to happen. So, like, in the summertime, it may rain, but at least it won't be cold and miserable. It'll just be wet. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. Uh, as far as, as the industry as a whole, you know, we got our new releases this week and uh, our, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Our uh, masters at Diamond Comics allowed us to actually break street date and sell comics as soon as uh, stores got them checked in on Tuesday. So we actually had a new release day on Tuesday, which I think is the first time in my 17 years of doing this that we've been able to sell comics a day early outside of a midnight release. Which is still technically not the day early. It's still technically that new day, that Wednesday. Well, yeah, if it's a midnight release. All right, Mister Mister Particular. I, hey, I'm just saying, if you're gonna call it as it is, then so I, would, I would I would expect the accountant at the table to uh, to note that. Uh, that's Jared, by the way. You're my boss. <laughs> Alex has a sugar mom. I'll just take care of the boss. <laughs> So yeah, we were able to sell new releases this week on Tuesday. We started, I think, at like three thirty or four. I mean, it wasn't. Well, we definitely didn't get a whole day's worth of uh, sales in there, but we definitely had some people come in because of it. And then Wednesday, uh, yesterday, we kind of had an average new release day, and today was was pretty darn slow. Um, uh, it tapered off once you left. Actually, <laughs> it ended up being better. It's all the sales data, but like it was okay. I mean, it wasn't a terrible Thursday, but it wasn't a great Thursday. Right. And we're right on Main Street in uh, downtown Lima, Ohio. We have big windows that are right on Main Street. And man, the street was deserted. Um, very little foot traffic. Uh, I, I mean, just people walking on the street. I did see several people wearing masks that were walking. Not like Halloween masks, but, you know, the masks that doctors need. The, you know, the yeah. masks that do nothing for you, actually, unless you are contagious. Like, it helps right. prevent the spread. It doesn't help prevent you from getting it. Correct. Correct. Say the doctors need the the special mask, like the was N seventy five or something like that. They probably don't need what the people on the street have. Yeah. I'm sure they would take anything. I watched the news tonight, and they said uh, that doctor, the healthcare workers could start making their own masks out of scarfs and bandanas. Anything's better than nothing, I guess. Yeah. So I guess that they could take the mask that the dude I saw today walking down the street wearing, unless he was legit sick. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's definitely, definitely weird. Uh, and I'm sure everybody's going through it. Everybody's got their own stories. Um, I actually posted in our subscriber Facebook group today, asking people on a scale of one to five with one being, I haven't changed my routine at all to five being I'm, uh, uh, sheltering in place and not doing anything where people were. And we had a kind of a wide range of responses, but it actually was heavier on the side of like a three or four. Uh, than I thought it would be. Right around the middle of the pack. I mean, it makes sense. That's what average people would do. It would be right around the middle. Yeah. Well, and and basically what that means is that, uh, and I'm sure this is happening all over the country, people aren't going out to buy their comics, their, their weekly new releases, uh, unless, you know, they really consider them essential. Uh, that love, that fourth 
that number four option was, you know, only leaving for the essentials. Uh, now, hopefully that means comics, but uh, I think that a lot of people were sitting this week out and I'm sure they'll be sitting several weeks out. So, you know, one, a couple of things that I mentioned uh, earlier that we're offering curbside pickup. So our customers can, if they have a pull list with us, are actually able to pay for their pull list using Comic Hub, which is our point of sale system that uh, many, many stores across the country and around the world are using. Um, and we also have an e-commerce website for the shop. It's alteregocomics.biz. That is our in-stock inventory of comics and games and Funko Pops where people can actually order online and then we'll, if they can give us a call at the shop and we will bring their order out to them. So that reduces the social interaction. So we're trying to, as I said, uh, make, make lemonade out of lemons here, taking it one day at a time and doing the best that we can. Well, one thing I want to point out is like how our postal service worker came in today. We asked, how is it going? I was like, oh, it's like a freaking ghost town out here. How she would knock on doors and they might come to the door if they're like not open to the public, but their staff's still there and stuff like that. So it's like, that's kind of, that's gotta be eerie for them to see that impact specifically. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I, I hate that I'm in the habit now of watching the nightly news. <laughs> um, you know, and and watching the governor's daily press conference. That's that's my day now. Uh, Especially in the middle of the day. <laughs> like, all yeah. right, two o'clock, it's that time. What, you know, what bad things can happen today? Yep, absolutely. But how, how is everyone there doing? Uh, I'm healthy, Laura. Yep. yep, I'm healthy as far as yep. I know. Same here. Yeah, we did our Facebook Live of our taking our temperatures today. So that was fun. Yep, on the Alter Ego Comics Facebook page, uh, our governor here in Ohio suggested that businesses that are still open take uh, staff temperatures daily. So we, we did a Facebook Live out of that where Amanda, Alex, and I all had uh, regular temperatures. So that's good. No fevers. And uh, tune in tomorrow when we do that again. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably just document uh, it some way. Uh, Jared, how has this affected your work? Our, your regular job. I guess give a quick brief description of what your actual job is to, yeah. to our um, listeners. I work at Crime Victim Services. It's a nonprofit that advocates for victims in courts and all over the place. Um, every type of victim we serve and we are closed to the public. On, the only way we're letting public in is uh, if it's uh, for deliveries, uh, mail, or by appointment. And our office is pretty empty. So, so pretty locked down right now. Yeah. Yep. And Laura, right. is it really your job yet? Um, I'm not sure. Like, there are always rumors. Um, they say that they sent a couple guys homesick the other day, but it could just be normal flu symptoms, too. And they probably just freaked out. Yeah. But for the most part, we don't interact with each other a whole lot anyway. People already drop off their samples. I work in the laboratory, by the way. And so they drop their sample. They turn on a light. They walk away. I go out, get the sample, turn off the light go analyze and basically everyone at your job is is essential like there's no yeah and we're already wearing gloves we might have some of the masks i feel really bad because i want to steal them from work and like give them to people who need them but i don't think i'm allowed <laughs> yeah not worth getting fired over mm. nope all right well let, you know let's talk about comics because uh this was actually a really <laughs> solid solid week for new releases and uh, next week looks like it's going to be a solid week as well so 
uh, I guess before we get to that, I would just uh, say to our listeners, you know, uh, be smart, uh, do what's best for you and your family, uh, be safe, and keep reading comics. Uh, and hopefully- to our favorite listener, Wes, don't get pooped on today. <laughs> I, I feel like we need an answer from Wes. We can't just leave that leave that poop <laughs> hang, hanging out there. The poop is hanging. Uh, well, if we, well, if we do more of this conferencing thing, we might be able to have a call-in listener to. We may do Patreon and like you can call in be on our podcast, do something like that. I think maybe we should do like uh, what is what is that YouTube show Hot Ones that I finally started watching last week, oh. uh, the Hot Wings thing. So maybe Wes can make the food, and uh, you know we talk about comics and eat some of Wes's food. Yeah, that'll be great for a podcast where people listen to going. It'll be an audio. We'll just do that'll be video, not, uh, not <laughs> video only. If we're gonna hear that the whole time, I'm skipping that. Yeah, <laughs> you'll be a producer that time. Yeah, just stay behind the scenes. So this week's comics, Mark. This week's comics. Uh, I'm pulling up this week's comics on my phone, so I can talk about. So we can talk about you things. Have, you don't have your stack in front of you. Uh, I have a few that were you know, in my pull file. Uh, where's the new releases on this website? This website's horrible. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just so one kidding. of the first ones was alienated, number two. Yeah, that's actually the top of my stack, but I wanted to. Okay, there we go. New releases, <laughs> I got it. I got Were it. Were you prepared for this? No, I'm using a different site, unfortunately, than what I normally, I usually go. all three goes site. Well, this is good, Emily. So Alienated number two is out this week. This is from Boom Studios. Uh, Alienated number one was my pick the week that it came out. Must have been a month ago. It is a monthly book. It is, I believe, a six-part miniseries. And it's about three teenagers named Sam. So we've got uh, Samuel, Samantha, and Samir. And uh, they're all different types of of people. One is uh, very... uh, extroverted one is very introverted and and one is kind of across between uh but they discover this alien thing in the woods it turns out that now they can read each other's minds and and possibly get into other people's heads and they've made some poor choices in this issue that i think will come back to haunt them in future issues but i said when the first issue came out to me this is the breakfast club meets the twilight zone and if that sounds good to you then alienated is is your jam so i highly recommend it who else wants it (laughs) somebody else talked about a comic Uh, jared you're flipping through stuff why don't you pick all right um i was uh reading a starship down it's a dark horse comic written by justin jim polt I don't know how to pronounce his last name, <laughs> but uh, it was very good. It's about a survey team that's in the Arctic, and they uh, uh, are looking at this crashed alien spaceship, and what they find inside was uh, a shocking twist to what I was expecting them to find. It was definitely a major plot twist. Yeah, uh, that was very good. And it, uh, they had a, one, uh, one of the people were talking and sounded read like a C-3PO to me. He says, we're doomed. And all I can <laughs> hear is C-3PO's voice. <laughs> yeah. So, But that was uh, my pick of the week, and that was fantastic. It was very good. See, that was one of them that we got an advanced copy of, if I'm correct. 
Yep, we did get uh, an advanced look at that one. And so I thought it was good. good. Yeah, good on. I always love advanced copies, especially for issue one. So we good can get on, an idea. Dark Horse. Yeah, it's yeah. Dark Horse comic. It was very solid. Yeah. Uh, Laura, why don't you go next? Okay. Um, I think my pick of the week is actually called um, X-Ray Robot. Um, honestly, at first, I spent the whole issue trying to figure out why it seemed so familiar, like, visually. And then at the end, I Googled it and found out that Michael Allred and Laura Allred also did Silver Surfer. So if you like the art from a previous um, Silver Surfer run, I think it was like a year or two ago, not the most recent one, but the one before that, then this will be visually appealing to you. And it was about this scientist and his whole team and how they're studying multidimensional travel with this robot and some some interesting side effects of what happens when you're experimenting with something you've never used before. And again, like from a scientific standpoint, I was laughing at all the different ways that they were foregoing their personal protective equipment. And I was like, why is this person wearing a mask and this person not? Like all these people are in this room and they have this whole <laughs> assortment of everything you're supposed to and not supposed to do. <laughs> it's like whenever you watch Star Trek, like why are there no seatbelts? You're in space. There should be some sort of harness. They have inertial dampeners. Yeah, yeah, that that works out for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a it was a good read. And at the end, I was like, I would read more of this. I went ahead and added it to my poll list on Comic Hub. So I thought that was worthy of pick of the week. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go next with my pick of the week. Uh, it's from the new publisher, AWA. And no, that is not a wrestling promotion. That is. Uh, do you know what AWA stands for? Yes, it stands for uh, artists, writers, and artisans. I think. Okay, that's uh, okay. And I guess it doesn't actually mean a thing. But anyway, mine is Red <laughs> Border Number One. It is a four-issue miniseries by Jason Starr, Will Conrad, and Ivan Nunez. Um, I I like. This was really good. The art was very, I don't know, realistic, I guess, but not, not the weird CGI like on when they draw on the computer. Like, oh, you can tell this is done on computer, but it's been touched up on the computer, sort of thing. And it follows, I would say, a middle class uh, Mexican family, and one guy or one couple. The woman like ratted out like one of the rival gangs, and they don't like that, so. They're trying to cross the border to get to the United States, and chaos ensues. It does not go well for them. I mean, it goes better for them than it does their friends. We'll put oh, that's it that true. Way. Yeah. So, <laughs> but like, this is, well, I get that it is for you. It's a, they're t- trying to tell a story. They're not going to drag it out. And I'm looking forward to see where it goes. Yeah, I did confirm it is artists, writers, and artisans. Uh, just a little inside comics talk on this publishing company. So the the two names behind it are Bill Jemis, who uh, was the publisher at Marvel Comics during the birth of the Ultimate line. So Ultimate Spider-Man and the Ultimates and Ultimate X-Men, Ultimate Fantastic Four. That was all uh, under his watch over at Marvel, including uh, Laura's favorite book, Trouble, uh, was also done during that time period. <laughs> She's going to murder you through this computer. By <laughs> way. Yeah, I would like to tell everyone on the internet, I hate trouble. I do not recommend it. 
<laughs> if you're aspiring, all over Aunt May's. Maybe maybe one day, maybe one day we'll we'll do a deep dive into trouble. Uh, we'll do but, an explicit version podcast with that. You know, I, so, I think I read I that guess, it's a recommendation that you hated it. <laughs> yeah, sometimes there are many people that are not a fan of of Bill Jemis, uh, but he did. He was at the helm as Marvel came out of bankruptcy, and he was there during Marvel Knights and uh, again during the the launch of the Ultimate line and a lot of a lot of great stuff that happened at Marvel. Um, and then the other person behind this is Axel Alonso, who was editor in chief uh, during, uh, I want to say, Marvel from like 2006, maybe, until about two or three years ago. And so he was around for, he was editor in chief when Civil War was published and Secret Invasion and House of M and, and all kinds of stuff over at Marvel. So two guys who know comics, know what they're doing, and then they've reached out to all of their friends to come and tell stories uh, at AWA. So uh, we'll briefly hit on, there were three other AWA books that came out this week. Uh, the first four books from them, uh, Red Border, again, which Alex talked about, which I really like too. Um, and I think it's gonna get worse before it gets better for, the, for our friends in that, that issue, uh, or in that series. The flagship title from AWA is called The Resistance, and that's written by J. Michael Straczynski with artwork by Mike Diodato. Uh, Straczynski, of course, was doing Amazing Spider-Man for Axel Alonso and, uh, well, for Axel Alonso um, during uh, his run on Spider-Man, including the 9-11 issue and all that fun stuff. Sorry, that's not fun. And that Resistance was my, was a very close number two for my pick of the week, like, it was, it was a toss of, the, toss of the coin for me to figure out which one I wanted of the two. It was a solid number two. It was a solid number two. <laughs> uh, so the, the Resistance is uh, about, it, it, I think, Laura, why don't you take this one? Because I like what you said in your, your Thousand Comic Challenge. We'll come back to that in a second. Yeah, that's been a struggle. Um, the, what I said in my two to five word review, too close to home now. Oh, yeah. I wanted to say right now, but that went to six words. <laughs> it doesn't have to be two to five. I think I said two, a couple of sentences. You can do a couple of sentences in the reviews. No, I read it a couple times. It says two to five words, and I've kind of been getting a kick out of it, though, to, like, try so hard. Like, I'm making up new words and things. It's great for my vocabulary. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, yeah it's first... super cool that there's something that uh, kills half the population. No, let Laura tell it. I see. I see. Yeah, so you, she's just getting ready. You cut her off again. I thought she was done. <laughs> yeah, there's enough lag that it's it's a little rough. Um, but yeah, it it's mainly just that it's it is what's happening right now is what it seems like. All of the ideas that the experts in this comic book throw out for what's causing their virus could be what's causing ours too. Like they're all feasible right now, and I kind of at the end went through and looked I was like when did they start writing this like is this inspired by now or it just happens to be what what's going on all right now you're good to go Mark you can talk now <laughs> Alex needs to be like the moderator and give me the high sign since we're not all in the same room uh but J. Michael Straczynski is the writer on this and he's the creator of Babylon 5 one of my favorite tv shows of all time uh and know this was written many many months ago uh, so I, I think it's just a, an eerie coincidence that there's a virus affecting the United States or the world right now, and this book is dealing with the virus. Um, 
where that that kills a bunch of people, but also possibly gives a bunch of people superpowers. So we'll see about that. Uh, the third book from AWA this week is a book called Hotel. Uh, it's Two H O H O T E L L, and then on the cover of the book, uh, the O and the T are both. Uh, it's like a neon sign, and those two letters are burnt out, so it just says Hell across there. There. Well, okay, we, I probably won't use the video for this, but we'll see. Uh, well, but this one is for uh, definitely the hardcore horror fans that are out there. It's going to be a horror, antho horror anthology similar to Tales from the Crypt, um, where this, this hotel appears on the side of a deserted highway when people need it. And uh, I think each room is going to have kind of its own story. But this one was dark and creepy as hell. Um, this will give you nightmares. And if you like, if you like these types of books, yeah. <laughs> creepy as hotel uh and then the uh let's see here so we did those three the last book is called archangel eight and is kind of a punisher type book involving uh an archangel so if you're into uh heavenly vengeance <laughs> then this one may be for you uh the tagline is meet god's deniability yep so I, I think those were four actually really strong titles to come out of the gate from AWA, and they've got some other stuff coming down the pipe that looks pretty good, including a, a zombie book by Benjamin Percy, which I'm, I actually read the first issue already, but looking forward to seeing what folks' reaction is to it. Like I, I don't know. I'm, I'm mixed feelings like we're going to do all the, this month's launch on one week instead of staggering them out, but at the same point, it is good cross-promotion. Like, hey, get these now. Don't wait. So just Don't forget about them. Just go ahead and get them off the shelf come back in, buy more books. And they are good. Yeah. Like, Hotel isn't my favorite, but I get the audience that it's for, and I think they did a good job for that. Like, if you like that sort of thing, then you'll like the story. If you like the Joe Hill, uh, Hill Comics, the horror stuff, then this is right up your alley then as well. And I guess the nice thing about uh, about the, the company as a whole is that they're, they seem to be open to retailer feedback uh right now so you know if a bunch of retailers say hey you know ease up on releasing four books every week or four books i think it's four books a month actually but releasing them all in the same week was a horrible idea and, and not a horrible idea i i agree with what you're saying you know that they're all they're all in the stands at one time and you can kind of say hey i think i might have ordered a little differently if i paid closer attention and saw that all four were coming out the same week um because we're already out of uh archangel okay. eight and i think we've got one hotel i think other ones yeah, I ordered heaviest on the resistance just because of the name recognition and the subject matter. But uh, as I said, they seem to be open to retailer feedback and they're just kind of getting their feet wet in the publishing landscape of today. And man, what a horrible time to launch a new company. I mean, it's a, life throws you lemons sometimes and you make resistance out of it. <laughs> and you make pee pee. Okay. So, yes. All right. So I just talked a bunch about AWA. Who else wants to talk? Uh, Jared, talk about Star Wars. Star Wars, they are still in Cloud City. Uh, Luke, uh, Leia, and Lando. This are, is issue number four. Right. And uh, they're still looking for Luke's lightsaber. And uh, Lando's reconnecting with Lobot still. Um, mouse droids attack a bunch of stormtroopers, which was funny. Adorable and terrifying. Yes. Uh Leia is still frozen in carbonite. 
and they're going to go rescue her. I don't want to give spoilers away. Right. But it shows Luke using some more force powers and things like that, so it's kind of nice to see. They're not feuding anymore. They're yeah. working together. Yep. So, yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I think this new Star Wars yeah. series has been excellent from the first issue. Same uh, here. Charles, Charles Soule doing the writing, doing a great job. Yep, that's been my number one read every time it comes out. Yeah, if you're a Star Wars fan, you are crazy to not be reading these. Yes. Like, each one, every week that they've relaunched, I guess, relaunched all their Star Wars stuff the last month, each one has been great. Oh, they've been fantastic. All right, uh, Laura, what else is something that you read? <laughs> um, I actually read a lot this week because I was trying to, to get ready. Um, but we already talked about a lot of them. Well, let's go with something you recommend. What well, would be something mm. else that you'd recommend that you read? Well, she's thinking. I've got another one I'd recommend, and that was uh, – I don't remember no, which Jared, number it was. But Jared, you talk too much. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most he's ever talked to in the podcast. Shut up, Mark. Let him talk. <laughs> <laughs> I would recommend uh, the latest issue of Nightwing. It's that about was to, good. Yeah. Well, it's about to start off the story arc with the Joker War and everything, and uh, – He's got a new costume. He's um, sort of back to being Rick. A little or bit. Richard, or, uh, I don't know. He's. I think he's going by Richard instead of Rick or, nor Dick. He's just going full Richard Grayson. I think they were calling him Rick a little bit in well, the issue, but for the most part, it's. Right. I think he's going back to his old personality a little bit. Um, it ha- it guest stars the Joker. It's and the prelude been, to Junker War. Yeah, and if you've been following Nightwing at all, it's <laughs> kind of satisfying to see Joker tear up these fake night wings that are running around right now so <laughs> that was kind of good you know gratifying. you're not the joker <laughs> yes. or you're not Nightwing. You're not Nightwing. <laughs> so that was uh one i would recommend yeah i forgot all about that one. i really enjoyed that as well yeah all right laura are you ready now i guess um uh, well, of what's left i guess i would recommend the amazing mary jane that was another thing i read that i gave a decent number of stars on the thousand comic challenge Although it didn't, not a whole lot happened. Mary Jane witnessed, I, I'm pretty sure she witnessed a murder. I kind of got a little confused because I was like, why, why is she so calm about this? And why is she to tell anybody right away? But then she like fled to the police and they start putting her into protection. So they take it seriously. And it's like the beginning of a storyline where she's going to be hiding from this killer, I guess. I'd say I didn't read this one yet. And looks like they're done with the whole movie thing with Mysterio. They're Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was doing an, an interview, and that's where she was on the set of that interview talking about the movie, trying to convince people to watch it. Yeah, it covers part one of a new adventure, so now would be a good time to pick it up. Mm-hmm. If you order it, because I think we don't have any on the shelf. <laughs> so order it at Comic Hub or Customer.com. There you go. You got it. Uh, anything else? Honorable mentions? I got a, I got a couple. Uh, well, one from this week, one from last week. So, uh, Undone by Blood, number two, came out this week. That's from Aftershock Comics. Uh, I really enjoyed the first issue. Really enjoyed the second issue as well. It's kind of a 70s uh, crime, crime thriller uh, that is interspersed with a late 1800s western <laughs> it's it's unique it's it's unlike any other book that's on the stands right now 
the protagonist is uh, an 18-year-old girl whose family was murdered in this hick town uh, in the 1970s. And so I think it was like two years ago. And now she's back. She was put into foster care. Now she's back because she's 18. She's an adult. And she's trying to figure out you know, who murdered her family. But she's also reading this, uh, this dog-eared paperback of this Western called The Shadow of a Wanted Man. And uh, that's the Western component of it. So it's, it's really solid if you like that type of thing. And then uh, definitely from last week, because we didn't get a chance to, to talk, I highly recommend Dragon Hoops, which is the new original graphic novel by Jean Loon Yang. This is a 450-page, yeah, front of the store, 450-page uh, original graphic novel where Jean is uh, kind of uh, writing about, he, Jean's a teacher full-time, I believe he's a math teacher, and the high school where he works made a run to the state basketball championship several years ago, and Jean could care less about sports. So he's just not a not a sports guy, but he is a great cartoonist and a great storyteller, and he tells the story of this this team and uh, kind of the the personalities of the individual players, plus uh, some history of basketball, also and not not just history of like the NBA, but how the game of basketball started, uh, how I guess the the um, prejudice in basketball over the decades. Uh, both from an ethnicity standpoint and from a gender standpoint. Uh, there's a lot to digest in this, but it's great for those 13 and up, especially since there is no basketball for people to watch. You can read Dragon Hoops. Why well, watch sports when you can read sports? <laughs> yeah, read sports. Okay, well, I, I know we're running, uh, we're, we're in a little bit of a, a time crunch tonight, so does anybody else have anything to add? Uh, who's your favorite hero of the week? Alex. <laughs> <laughs> if you have one, it's okay if you don't. I asked earlier if this was a thing and you didn't answer me. Yeah, I was distracted by trying to figure out how to make this thing work tonight. Um, I'm going to take a stab and say Robert Fleshman, a guy I work with, sort of. Um, he actually works for Master Maintenance that comes into Husky all the time. So he is behind the force of coordinating all the sanitation there and so and cleaning up after all this messy lab husky people so thanks robbie i don't go with any and all first responders i'm going to do a cop out with the whole corona thing cop like out. everyone that is considered or i'll just run into everyone that's considered uh what is it the mandatory people i, I used the word earlier tonight i forget what essential essential all essential personnel i those are my heroes for keeping the world running and not completely going on fire yet. You have what you're thinking. You're trying to think, I'm trying to think of something. Uh, but no, that's fine. I'm going to go with uh, one of the comic book guys, and I'm going to go with Nightwing. Nightwing. <laughs> well, which Nightwing? Uh, Actual Dick Grayson? Yes. Okay. The only Nightwing. The real Nightwing. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna cheat and go with two, uh, and it's two groups of people. So within the comic book industry, there've been some uh, retailers that have stepped up, and they're kind of uh, taking on leadership roles to uh, get some sort of response out of 
uh, out of the machine. So out of Marvel and DC and Diamond Comics distribution about you know what is going to happen and what sort of measures are being put in place to ensure that comic shops survive this crisis because we are truly an industry that's built on weekly regular um, regular traffic and cash flow and it's going to be severely uh, severely hamstrung by this. Uh, the other thing is all the people that are on social media talking about supporting local businesses uh, and those that are actually doing it. Uh, so they're ordering food from local restaurants that have had to maybe convert to a drive-through takeout situation um, and just supporting the local businesses that are still open. Uh, and I, I'm going to say instead of some of the big box places. So the businesses that uh, pay your local taxes and whose kids go to school here. And this just sounds horrible. I'm going to stop talking. I know so it is a heroic. So it's a heroic act now to order food instead of making it yourself, right? So I can it feel is, good when I order food. And you should feel good if you order order food from, uh, you know, Bangkok Bay or you're just getting ice cream. Ice cream. Shout, right. shout out to pizza ice cream. Best ice cream in the yeah. land. So, yeah, it's a, it's a day-by-day, week-by-week situation. It seems like there's something new every day, and it's not always good, but we know that there is good stuff happening out there. Um, so I, on behalf of the team at Alter Ego, want to thank everybody that has been uh, supporting us during these difficult times. And, and that's, I do fully understand that there are lots of people who've been put out of work because of this and comics are not necessar- necessarily, you know, at the top of the list of priorities at this point. So uh, you know, I hope everybody's able to take care of themselves and take care of the things that are, are truly important. And then if there's any little extra left over, go out and support your local comic shop. Oh, <laughs> Alex just discovered the emoji button, or someone discovered the emoji button. That was me. So, okay. yeah. If we do actually publish the video, then you'll see a thumbs up for that. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to practice a little more with this, but uh, we do appreciate everybody listening. I'm going to uh, skip the regular plug zone this week. And again, hope that everybody is uh, is being smart, being safe. And keep reading those comics. Oh, you know what? We never came back to the Thousand Comic Challenge. So I do have to, uh, yes, if you'd like to participate in the 1,000 Comic Challenge, we do have a post about it on our Facebook page. But there are several stores across the country that are doing this. Uh, a store, Another store owner who's a buddy of mine came up with the idea to uh, encourage his customers to try and read a total collectively of 1,000 comics during the next three weeks. And that was uh, a little less than a week ago. So. Uh, You'll find instructions on our Facebook page. Uh, Laura's been doing a great job with that. Uh, we've got another customer, Michael, who's been chiming in. Uh, Jared, I expect to see you participating a little more. <laughs> Are we allowed to do staff for this also? Uh, well, he just said uh, yes. Well, Jared, or, or Adrian, like, yeah. Jared and Adrian count me not since I read. A lot. <laughs> yeah, me and Adrian are the weekend warriors. Yeah, the weekend warriors. Yeah, and I'm somewhat torn by some of this because I don't necessarily want staff reading a comic and giving it one star. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> an awkward position to be in. Like, oh, see this stack of comics that we ordered? They suck. <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> Please spend money on this. <laughs> so yeah, be part of the Thousand Comic Challenge and uh, tune in probably next week when we'll have something new to talk about. So until then, we'll see you when we see you.